Hey everybody, Brian Davis here with Danny Davis and Kirk Bowles for a special summertime Longhorn Confidential. And I say special because today is a special day. No, Kirk did not turn 100 and Danny's family did not have another child. But Texas has news that is equally big today. Arch Manning, the prized quarterback recruit in the class of 2023, has announced he is committed to Texas. Uh, this is the quarterback that everyone has had their eyes on. This has been national news. Uh, his entire recruitment has been national news, quite frankly. Uh, and we all knew that it came down to basically three schools, Texas, Georgia, and Alabama. He took his official visits uh, not too long ago, took his official visits to Texas uh, earlier this month. And now today we get the news that uh, Arch Manning is a Longhorn. Kirk, we'll start with you. Your thoughts. I mean, this is bigger than when Texas won the Texas Bowl. Remember that? Uh, that was that was a high. But uh, Longhorn Nation, throw a parade, throw some confetti, you know, brace for the hangover tomorrow because, yeah, you landed a big punch out and, uh, and showed signs that maybe someday you're going to be able to compete uh, in the SEC. And these are the types of players you got to have if you want to compete at the highest level. And – for anybody that says, well, they got so many quarterbacks, you can never have too many quality quarterbacks. So this is a red-letter day for Steve Sarkeesian because I think it reflects uh, the Manning family's belief in him and his stability and his future at the University of Texas. Danny, are we going to the CFP? Um, I don't know if I'm going to put that, say that right now because we still have a little bit of time to go for <laughs> before Arch uh, – gets to campus, but, you know, this is a win. I mean, this is a huge win for Texas. It's a huge win for Steve. It gives on um, this recruiting class, this 2023 recruiting class momentum. And, you know, if anyone was kind of doubting this team, which there was probably plenty of doubt in this team, this coaching staff after, you know, what a disaster 2021 season, the, the five and seven year. I mean, I think this kind of gives everyone a little time to take a step back, take a deep breath. It kind of shows what Steve can do on the recruiting trail. I mean, he has momentum um, coming off last season with what he signed in this uh, 2022 class and getting Quinn Ewers to transfer over. And, you know, it gives this Texas team, I guess, a sense of direction and people can kind of see where this train is going. So uh, obviously you're never going to complain on a day like today. This is a win all around. And I think um, after a rough start with that 2021 season, I think people had to be pretty pleased with the way that Steve Sarkeesian is taking this program. We still have to see if that translates in, into wins, but you know, there's no complaints if you're a Texas fan today. Right. It's worth note. I, I went, I went on 24 sevens website and I looked at this because I want to sort of mentally bookmark where things are today. Uh, Texas now has eight members of the class of 2023, one five-star player, Arch Manning, uh, five four-star players, and, uh, and, and some three stars, but the class overall is 19th in the country. And, and obviously that's, that's going to rise as the season goes on and they get more players. But Kirk, uh, the one thing that uh, I think is really fascinating to me has, has been fascinating to me during this whole uh, pursuit of Arch Manning uh, is the fact that Steve essentially bet on one horse, right? You know, he didn't make a bunch of blanket offers to like five guys that, that he'd like to have. No, he made one offer to one right. player and went all in on that one player. What, what do you think that says about Sark's mental makeup, his mentality and, and his approach to recruiting? Well, it was a gamble. He's taking a risk when he does that. Cause I think pretty much everybody wants one quarterback, one quality quarterback in every class. And he's got three good ones on campus. 
But the fact that he thought, but all his uh, eggs in this one basket shows that he has confidence and he knows what he's selling. And I think he knew early on that uh, uh, the Manning family was very interested. I mean, the fact that they were, they've gone this long in the Arch Manning sweepstakes with Georgia and Alabama, let's see, didn't Georgia and Alabama did pretty well last year. If I remember they're, they're the two finalists in the CFP and here's a five and seven team. So I think that, you know, gave him a lot of faith, a lot of confidence, and uh, he already had a good class. I'm not saying he's working with house money because Hudson Card's one and one as a starter. Quinn Ewers is yet to throw a pass in college, but I think that's faith in himself, and uh, I applaud him for that. I will say, I think anyway, I do think that Steve had a little bit of wiggle room. I mean, he could afford to go all in on Archman right. because if you miss. You still have plenty of years on your team until at least you know the 2024 season. Malik yeah. Murphy, you have a lot of faith in what he can do. And this is also the transfer portal era. I mean, if things don't work out, you can just hit the transfer portal and find yourself a good quarterback. So, you know, it wasn't the hugest risk in my opinion, but obviously that was the that was the guy he wanted in this 2023 class. You focus on him, you get him, and now you can build and you don't have to worry about the quarterback position for a couple of years. But you know, obviously, that's a good you know, having Quinn Ewers, Malik Murphy, um, Arch Manning, Hudson Card. If he sticks around for a couple more years, I mean, that, that's that's going to be fun just uh, watching those practices, the 10 minutes that they let us see um, a couple times a week during the summer. That's going to be fun just watching those guys sling it around. And I think that's a great point, uh, Danny makes is that uh, this is the transfer portal era. You know, the jokes have already started rolling in. Okay, who's already in the portal now? Um, I think it's naive to think that all three of these guys are going to hang around. However, however, it should be noted that Steve Sarkeesian was at the quarterback controls when Alabama had three top flight quarterbacks uh, and won the national title. And I and I promise you, that's the story that he sells out on, out on the recruiting trail is, is to make it work uh, with Tua, Tua and, and, and those guys. And you're right. He can sell. Look, Mac Jones waited his turn. He waited around for one season. Yeah, he did pretty darn good. Uh, became a first-round draft pick, the New England Patriots, and uh, took him to the uh, uh, CFP and, and won it and almost won the Heisman, if not for uh, Devontae Smith. So, yeah, I agree with that. The other thing with Quinn Ewers is that he's already had his transfer once where he's immediately eligible. He would not have that again. The way the rules are stated right now, yeah, he would have to sit out a year or at least petition to get that immediate eligibility again. So you're right. And the, like you said, Danny, the portal just changes everything. You can pick up somebody, you know, during your lunch hour or even while you're sleeping sometimes. So uh, it's just, just a different world in college athletics. So who do you, who do you like? Uh, do you think, uh, do you think this is going to open the floodgates, both of you for recruiting and, you know, they're 19th in the nation in 24 seven now and, you know, come December, they're going to be top five again, you think? I think it'd be hard to imagine that when you have the number one recruit in the nation and a top flight quarterback like Arch, that you're not going to finish the top five. I mean, they're 19 because they had eight commits. It's not because of the talent that they have. When they start stacking some more commits, um, you know, that, that number will raise. And, you know, Arch is going to be your number one recruiter now. And there's, I'm sure there's some receivers. I'm sure there's some offensive players. There's going to be, you know, I'm sure he's friends with a lot of recruits. They're going to look at this and be like, all right, you know, I was already kind of looking at Texas. I like what Texas has to offer. Now I know the quarterback situation is uh, settled. So let's sign up. So 
I expect that number to go quite quite higher. Yeah, did he bring oh, no Will doubt. Randall the tight end, or did Will bring Arch Manning, <laughs> the three-star tight well, end teammate? <laughs> it, de- it depends on who's carrying whose bags on freshman <laughs> check-in orientation day. We'll, we'll, we'll find that out. But no, but no, but you, both you guys are right. Uh, I do think that Arch Manning becomes the Pied Piper of sorts uh, for a future recruiting class and, and, a, and a future. And I, and I think it just simply cannot be overstated how um, every coach – needs a kind of a breakthrough moment, a breakthrough recruiting moment. Charlie had that with Malik Jefferson for sure. Uh, Tom had that with, who would you say, who would you say was Tom's breakthrough recruit? Because Sam Ellinger, Sam was coming no matter what. Sam was already committed to the program at the time when the coaching changed. So Sam was coming. Um, It was a 2018 class with, you know, Anthony Cook and Jalen Green, just that whole group in aggregate that was ranked so ranked so highly that's true that's true but this is obviously sark's sark's moment you know it's it's yours and then getting manning on top of that uh this is a huge moment obviously uh as both of you know and have written many times oral commitments are non-binding the first uh, date a player could sign a letter of intent is december 15th but i do think that given arch manning's family and given his sort of status you know, I think it it would it would take a zero and twelve type of season disaster in my mind uh, for Texas not to get his signature on on a dotted line at this point. I, I just think that they have factored all that in. Um, you know, if, if there was a struggling season, I think they'd already factored that in. Uh, a lot that's of Texas possible, fans don't think that's going to happen though. That's not possible. Say that again. Go winless isn't possible, isn't it? They can't they can't do that. Go in twelve. So, but you know what you said. Even with these recruits that we, they're presumably going to get, the biggest signees since Chris Sims and Vince Young, and Vince Young going back to 02, because that started a run for Mac Brown that was a golden era of the modern era of, of college football for Texas because they had, uh, what was that? I think it was 10, it was either nine or 10 straight seasons of at least 10 wins. They won 13 right. twice, they won 12 once, they played. Uh, in a couple of national championship games, should have played another one in 08, but the Michael Crabtree intervened. So that, and, and we shouldn't get ahead of ourselves. I know people go, oh, it's one guy, and it is. But, you know, considering what they've been through, four losing seasons in eight years, you know, I would allow Longhorn Nation to gloat a little bit, to feel good a little bit about the future, and that uh, maybe this is kind of the signal, the turning point, maybe. Absolutely. Danny, final thoughts? Um, you know, I'd appreciate it if there were no more huge five-star commitments or you know, I'm about to go on a vacation. I'd like a little bit of time off, but, you know, we appreciate Arch keeping us on our toes uh, toes today and uh, getting us a lot of content to write about over at hook'em.com. Absolutely. Texas just finished up a big athletic year, winning its second straight Director's Cup. Uh, softball made it to the finals of the, of the Women's World Series. Uh, men's team, uh, struggled but that struggled at the world series but that shouldn't take away from uh, a really good season for david pierce and company again four national championships uh six top two finishes for texas overall and they capped their summer everyone goes into their summer holiday break in july with an arch manning commitment and so we wanted to keep this one short but we wanted to get a little something up for the fans today uh long confidential will definitely be back next season but we'll all be at big 12 media day which is coming up in the middle of july Boys, it'll be here before you know it. Are you pumped about it? Are you pumped about Big 12 Media Day? 
Super. I'm counting the days. <laughs> Vacation so first. The beach and the mountain so beckon. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we appreciate everybody reading. Remember, keep going to hook'em.com for all the all the latest and greatest content. We appreciate everybody. Thanks. See you.